0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly Odyssey into all the Oddity Planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Well Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Earth Oddity, your weekly Odyssey with John Long and Sir and this other guy. Christopher Tiny Sullivan, whatever his name is. And today we're going to be going over many hot topic subjects. Now, on to them.
2: <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Mr. Hudson Long. You. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we had a, a guest intro today. He's <laughs> been uh, asking for a while to
0: be on the <laughs> podcast, sir. We uh, made a wish happen. Made a, <laughs> yeah, That was your make-a-wish. That was your one make-a-wish.
2: Huge bummer about that uh, deadly flesh-eating bacteria you've contracted, but <laughs> you got to be on our podcast. So. We can we can just use this
0: normal heart condition. So uh, I don't know if I've told people on the podcast before, but Hudson has some very complex congenital heart defects. I should
1: have got a Make-A-Wish, but
0: they didn't say anything. Right. But Hudson, he doesn't qualify for Make-A-Wish. <laughs> uh, we wanted to use it to go to Disney World. <laughs> Try to get a little break on that cost. But, yeah. He doesn't apply for it, which is fine, because he's 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 in a lot better shape than most people. Yeah. And
2: really. And I there don't... are kids with the flesh-eating bacteria. Exactly. So. And,
0: and very real. Not that Hudson's problems aren't real, but... But he's doing just fine. Kid right. ran a mile like a week ago. So. he's in way
2: better shape than me. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean he's yeah. got me he's I mean he's got me wondering maybe I qualify for make a wish. <laughs> how many
0: uh how many push ups did you do in a minute? Thirty six,
1: I think.
0: Thirty six. Wow. Yeah, there
2: then you go. 29. My record is two. Yeah, right. I don't even know if I can do <laughs> one. Twenty nine sit ups. Then twenty nine sit ups. And then eighteen
0: minutes. Yeah, he took eighteen seconds. minutes on his mile. A little bit longer, but he is operating with half a heart, so Doing and a pacemaker pacemaker. got
1: two hearts, but they don't work very well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we got a lot of interesting stories today. Hudson helped me select mine earlier, yeah. Uh, in show prep, uh, what you got? Well, uh, I got the one I'm going to lead off with here after we talk about what you got here is uh, one that was near and dear to Hudson's heart, and that's that a city has uh made no spanking zones. So uh, we'll yeah. we'll talk about that one. But well, what about you? What all you got?
2: We have a crematorium that is gonna start filtering people's ashes for rare metals, silver, oh, okay. platinum, yeah. gold, there that kind go. of thing. Yeah.
0: I mean I it's kinda of surprising they don't do that anyway. Yeah.
1: Are
0: they gonna
2: are they gonna make turn their ashes into diamonds? Well they, maybe. there's a there's another company that does that. We've
0: covered that before in our on yes. our podcast, so but hey, Thanks for listening. Oh, I
1: didn't
2: listen. I know. Oh, well, <laughs> I know. You're like your mama. I've actually got plans to, uh, you know, get your dad's cremains and smash it down into a diamond so I get all of his powers one day. <laughs> He's going to have an infinity gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have an infinity gauntlet. Um, Thomas, you, this Tiny,
0: yes.
1: your
0: dad. Yes. yes. Granny? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, I, just, I need to. Let's anymore. just not. No, we're not going to. Nobody's going to die that we love. Um, Yeah. (laughs) We're (laughs) going to live forever. We're all going to live forever. Okay, so let's get started here with our story from the Detroit Free Press. Um, No spanking zones, question mark.
1: Question mark. Hmm.
0: In one Detroit suburb, they're a thing. Naughty kids may soon catch a break in one suburb of Detroit. Madison Heights has declared what amounts to no spanking zones in key public spaces including city hall, public library, uh, police stations, and a recreation center. That may be an affront to anyone following the familiar Judeo-Christian saying, spare the rod and spoil the child. But, city council members recently voted 5-1 to against that age-old parental advice. They passed a resolution to discourage corporal punishment by creating a hit-free zone in at least ten public areas with signs that say exactly that. The first sign went up Thursday in a civic center park near Lamphere High School. I think it's great, and the cost of the city will be cost to the city will be modest, although a do- dollar figure isn't yet available," said Councilman David Soltis. Um. The resolution carries no penalties or enforcement power, so no mom and dad will get a ticket for slapping a toddler's rump. But <laughs> the hope is that the blunt signage will get people talking and thinking twice about how they discipline little Sam or Susie, said Soltis, who proposed the idea. It's uh, really a nonviolence resolution against violence on any level, Soltis said. Uh, the resolution defines a hit-free zone as one where no adult shall hit another adult, no adult shall hit a child, no adult shall hit an adult, or I'm sorry, no child shall hit an adult, and no child shall hit another child. Still, he Didn't his,
2: say anything about dogs going on the carpet. <laughs> true, that's right.
0: Still, his aim is to prevent child abuse, said uh, Soltis, who's a health care administrator along with being the city councilman. Um, As a former emergency medical technician, he said he was shocked to see how many children had been beaten by adults. After looking up research and reading parenting books, he was shocked again, finding study after study purporting to show that kids who were spanked do worse in school and may become bullies. Hmm. Surveys show (laughs) that spanking is almost universally practiced nationwide. According to a 2015 study by ChildTrends.org, Ninety-four percent of American parents of children ages three and four said they had spanked in the past year, while 76 percent of men and 65 percent of women agree with giving a child a good hard spanking as a form of punishment. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sosa said he was spanked spanked as a child not by a child that's a little weird that's a little strange Uh, but it never struck any of his 3 own children who are now 14 23 and 27 obviously not every kid who gets spanked spanked turned into turns into a juvenile delinquent but the research shows that the more of the that more of the children who turn out badly were punished that way now i would say there's like a Correlation equals causation right. problem there, Yes, but, uh, I won't get into that. Uh, despite the votes of support, other council members gave Solstice, Solstice several voice reservations. I wanted to support Dave on the resolution, but I don't think it's right to tell parents how to raise their children, said Councilwoman Marjean Scott. But Scott, a founder of the city's annual Random Acts of Kindness Week, said she wasn't about to oppose the resolution's good sense just because it was a departure from the council's usual business. Um, so the article goes on to show other mm-hmm. councilmen saying, hey, we don't think it's a, a bad idea to, to do that. But basically, they've created areas in public where you can't spank your kid, which...
2: Or... Your, you know your date, yeah, right, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't, spake your can't spank either. your date either. You can't gotta go to
0: another zone for that. I can't punch you out. You no. know, if we wanted to fight in public or anything. If you like resist
2: that. arrest, are the cops allowed to <laughs> not hit to put you. you on the ground you and run to, to the park? You, you know, yeah, like, you can't hit me anymore. <laughs>
0: Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. A lot of spanking goes on in Walmart. Not as much as maybe needs to be done. But I will say, in Hudson, if you'll comment, speak up here. Uh huh. How many times did you think you've had a spanking in your life? Three. Three. Oh wow. I remember. That's only. I only remember giving you one ever. I may have given you another one, but I only remember one.
2: One, you were so angry you blacked out, (laughs) and you don't remember.
0: He didn't even really deserve that one. Do you remember the one I'm talking (laughs) about, where we said that money, and part of it was your lunch money, and part of it was your book fair money, Uh and there was like a mix-up, and you wouldn't admit to something, but then it turned out that we thought you had used more of your lunch money for your book fair money.
1: I don't even read those books. Anyways...
0: (laughs) But it was really just a big mix up and he just wouldn't he just wouldn't fess up and so he had to go spanking. But But we don't
1: telling the truth.
0: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was wrong. I agree. But we don't spank a lot at my house, is what I was going to say.
2: Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking I've gotten spanked by John more than that. You know, <laughs> three times—that's nothing.
0: Things get weird during the podcast. <laughs> I but uh, yeah, we don't we don't spank a lot at my house, and my children are pretty well behaved. Now, I think once they get above a certain age, if I have to hit you to get my point across, then I'm probably pretty bad at getting my point across. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I feel like. You know, there's there's there is an age where it's very useful, mm-hmm. but once they get old enough like to where five, they have five and over cognitive abilities right. and the ability to reason a little bit more than then, like then it's not as necessary. But I wouldn't tell other people, you know, how to how to discipline their children. Yeah,
2: that's the whole thing about this article. They're they're setting up these, you know, no hitting zones or whatever. But they've already said that it's not like there's gonna be someone there posted to Right. Enforce this rule. But, and there is no enforcement. It's There's just, no like law on the books yeah, so This is a consequence. It's just you a do waste it. of taxpayer money. Right. That's all this yeah. is. Yeah. And as far as I mean, again, you know, I, I think that spanking should definitely be a last resort. Sure. I think that there are parents out there who maybe want to resort to that a little too soon. Right. But there are definitely laws on the books about abuse. Right. Yeah. You oh, know, yes, and I don't definitely. think that's what we're that's not what we're talking about here. So I feel like this whole this whole situation is just kind of a big waste. It's, it's government wanting to look like they do something, and they're not really doing anything, in my opinion.
0: I don't think that a city saying this is a no spanking zone is really going to do anything. No. Because if I got my three-year-old, which I don't have a three-year-old, but if I had a three-year-old out at the park, mm-hmm. and you know he's throwing sand on somebody and he won't stop after I tell him to stop 15 times, then I'm going to light his rump up because mm-hmm. you know, he, he can't understand me asking him to stop, you know? I don't care if a sign's there or not. Yeah. Just like, you know, people were like.
2: And what are they going to do when you ask, when you tell them, well, hey, my kid's a bully. Yeah. How am I supposed to stop this evil bully if I can't spank it, Well, then they're going to give you a whole (laughs) big
0: lecture about how you spanking them is turning them into (laughs) a a bully. bully? So,
2: Man. It's It's so confusing. I can't understand anything. We're going to move on to our next story about an eight-year-old girl who definitely does not need a spanking. Yeah. An eight-year-old girl pulled a fifteen-hundred-year-old sword out of a lake in Sweden. Did you wow. hear about this? Yeah,
0: so that makes her like she's like the lady of the lake ruler or whatever, right? I think
2: it makes her queen. I yeah, think it right. makes her queen yeah. of Sweden. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, so right yes. Anyway, yeah,
0: actually, a, a really cool story.
2: An eight-year-old found a pre-Viking era sword while swimming in a lake in Sweden during the summer. Saga Vanietkeck nailed it. <laughs> Vanietkeck. Found the relic in the Vido Stern Lake while her family while own her family's holiday home in John Coping County. Mm-hmm. Man, Perfect. That's tough. Perfect.
0: Perfect. I got relatives there.
2: The sword was initially reported to be a thousand years old, but experts at the local museum now believe it may date to fifteen hundred years old. They backed it up another five hundred years, John. Hm. It's not every day that you step on a sword in a lake, Mikael Nordstrom from the museum said. <laughs>
1: Okay, the level,
2: <laughs> the level of the water was extremely low at the time, owing to a drought, which is probably why she was able to find the weapon. Yeah, uh, I felt something in the water, and I lifted it up, and there was a handle, and I went to tell my dad, and that it looked like a sword. Saga told the broadcaster. Uh, Saga's father Andy Vinyek told the English language website the local. He initially thought that his daughter had found an unusual stick or a branch in the water. That's what I would think too. Like if he like come to me, I'd be like, You didn't find a sword. This this yeah, (laughs) we don't we got enough junk at the house. No, we don't need to bring a piece of driftwood on. (laughs) But it's a good thing that, you know, he's not like me because it was after he asked a friend to take a closer look, they discovered that it was likely to be an ancient relic. Wow. The local museum where the sword is now being kept said it was extremely well preserved, which makes sense because it's in a lake. There's no oxygen Mm -hmm. and oxygen is what's, you know, bad on metals. Yes, right.
0: Yeah, especially if it's buried in the mud, too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh it says that uh, the discovery led the museum and the local council to carry out further excavations at the site, finding a brooch from the 3rd century. And the John Coping County Museum said that its investigation of the lake is unfinished, and they're hoping that uh, upon more searching that it could yield more items. But, yeah. I mean, this just goes to show you, you never know. That's right. Eight-year-old girl found, finds a sword in a lake. Right. And now she's a monarch uh-huh. of Sweden. So I mean, <laughs> good for her. It's super cool. Yeah, oh yeah. I,
0: I'm I'm all into that. I love all kind of like mm-hmm. you know. It's my fantasy to find like a conquistador's helmet or something somewhere yeah. in Alabama. You know. Mm-hmm. I read a story. And once. then
2: when you put it on, you can actually hear the voice of the conquistador <laughs> telling you what to do.
1: You have a spoo, she says. Hey,
0: I read a story once. Let's get some uh, gold, huh? <laughs> uh, it was in the newspaper of a guy down in uh, West Alabama. Uh, I think he's like in Washington County or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, or maybe uh, maybe uh, Choctaw County, somewhere like that. And he had been, he was just a poor old guy. And he found this thing one day when he was plowing his field. And for years he had used it to stoke his fire with. And it ended up being a pike from a conquistador.
2: Oh, man. And he had just, been using, he's just been using it to stir his to fire. To turn logs
0: over in his fire oh, for years. That he didn't even know. You know, he just found it out in his field. was like, ah, piece of metal. You know, There's deal. no
2: telling how many natives, like, you know, yeah, saw the end of in, their life right, yeah. due to that pike.
0: Well, and that's the other thing, you know, we've been searching for uh, Maubilla for forever in Alabama, mm-hmm. you know, because that was a big battle uh, with Chief Tuscaloosa. Yes. And uh was DeSoto, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they never. Came. Not a
2: nice guy. No, no, not a real nice guy.
0: And uh, so, yeah, I, it's been my dream to just stumble upon, you know, one day just out hiking in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is where it is, yeah. which I think is way south of here, based on this, you know, right. what was recorded in his journeys. But that would be to me. That would be like finding a sword in a lake. Is it
2: not at DeSoto Caverns? No, 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 it's not.
0: It's not at DeSoto Caverns, which
2: is a really cool place, though. It is by a the cool way. place. I mean,
0: a really awesome place. I mean, not to do a whole tourist commercial for Alabama, but we got some really <laughs> cool spots here, you know? Yeah. Uh, I have to say, we're like the third most biodiverse state in the Union, mm-hmm. behind like California, maybe not California, Hawaii, I know is number one. I can't remember number two. Maybe Louisiana. Oh, wow. And then there's us. Then we have a lot of trees. So. No, we got a ton of trees. bunch of trees now. <laughs> yeah, they are cutting
1: down the yeah. trees.
0: There- you ever, like, That's enough, I don't want to get too far off the point here, but you ever, like, when you're out hiking in the woods and it's, like, really grown up and you're like, man, you know, this is, like, what conquistadors are having to go through, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, chop their way through and they're wearing armor, and they got, like, I'm all always wondering
2: if I'm going to find a body, yeah, but true, I never do. And true. that's a good thing. You're either, your chances of But I'm always like, fighting, I'm going to stumble yeah. upon a victim here.
0: You're either going to, if you're out out in, like, really deep woods in Alabama, you're either going to find a dead body or a meth lab, or maybe both. <laughs> or maybe both. Yeah, either what one. You can find a, dead meth person. a dead meth head. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So, speaking of the deep south, let's move on to our friends to the south. Uh, Florida. All right, so we should just have like a Florida segment on every show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just about. There's a lot of weird stuff happens in Florida. And yes, the Florida Gators and LSU are playing football right At now. The At the time we're recording, LSU is leading nineteen to fourteen. Quarter uh, Yes, thank you Hudson. So this comes from the Orlando Sentinel, Florida store owner don't warm urine in my microwave. <laughs> so before we get into the article, do you have any idea why anyone would want to warm urine? Have you read the article? I've
2: I actually looked into okay. this before we come on the show. So okay. I'm going to hold my comments. All right. For yeah. the end of Cause I already know. I mean, yes. I,
0: I know. I yes. I know okay. Well, Hudson, he
1: was trying to get all the toxins out so he can make his own
0: water without paying for it. Okay. All okay. Right. No, but all right. I, I get what you're going. I going with there. Bear Grylls. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So, a Florida gas station owner has placed a sign in his store asking customers not to warm urine in the microwave. Paru Patel said he's tired of people walking into his BP gas station and on-the-fly convenience store in Jacksonville to warm their containers of urine. The store is within walking distance of two labs, though one says it doesn't collect samples for drug tests. Patel tells the First Coast News that the people who use his microwave to warm urine walk in off the street, microwave their urine containers, then leave. Warming urine for someone who hasn't taken drugs is seen as some by, as a way to help pass a drug test. We got sick and tired of people bringing in their urine containers, Patel told the station. They're that's just, a real problem. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I would you, get sick and tired of that, too. If you have a, a, a 7-Eleven-type yeah, convenience right. store Especially and that's a big with, problem, yeah. oh, man. Especially if it's splatters, you know, like a plate of spaghetti when you put it in the <laughs> microwave or whatever, and you got to go in there and clean it up. Oh, man. Uh, he says, they're just random people walking in and it's happening every day. He says a woman became aggressive a few months ago when he asked her not to warm her urine. She asked (laughs) to see a sign that says it's not for
2: that purpose. So he made one. Okay, here we go again. (laughs) This is why we have signs out there. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs)
0: Exactly. But yes, so if you didn't know if, uh, if you uh, if you take a drug test, it normally has a temperature, uh,
2: you know, indicator yes. on the side of the cup. And because if, if it's not the right temperature, then they know, they so know so. that one of two things is happening. Yeah. One, that's not that person's urine because right. they didn't just put it in that cup. Right. It didn't come out of a 98.5 body. Or two, body. it's a corpse yes. that's taking the urine test. <laughs> exactly. So
0: so people are just walking in with their clean samples that they right. probably got somebody to get for them, mm-hmm. warming them up, then going to the lab and going, here's my Here's, here's my, my pee. Which to me, normally, the times I've taken a drug test, it you couldn't bring your own sample in. You had to <laughs> right. do it there. You know? yeah. And I know my mom does drug testing on the side, you know, like a side business. Well, uh, I just
2: figured maybe they stuffed it down in like the coat pocket or something and yeah, took it in I'm there. Too. Yeah. yeah,
0: and then they hand you the cup. You go in the bathroom. And then, and you, then you just swap the, the cups. Yeah, right. And yeah. you,
2: you keep the empty one and yeah. give it to your relative that's for the next <laughs> hooking time. you up with clean yeah. urine. Yeah. Right,
0: <laughs> for the next time, which is kind of crazy. you know. I know. I feel like if I worked in a lab, I would just tell people, like, look, you slide me $100. I will take this (laughs) test for you. You know? Like, and I would make, you know how much money you would make a day doing that?
2: You would probably make $20 a day <laughs> for what these people can afford to pay you. <laughs> I'm only doing it for $100. You, know? you may not have a lot of I fingers. have high
0: quality urine, and it is not $20 urine, it's a $100 urine.
2: John, urine. I don't want to... I don't want to cast, you know, dispersions on your uh, your million-dollar idea here, but yeah. something tells me you would end up with a stack of IOUs at the end of the week. Probably. <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> but, look, I'm not putting it out until the cash is in hand. You right. Know? I'm just saying. They were like like a market at the lab and everybody's like, John, you drink a lot of water all day long. What's up with that? Like, yeah, man, I'm just real thirsty all day. Real thirsty. We hadn't had a guy fail a drug test for you in a long time. Yeah, that's kinda
2: weird. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah,
0: I don't know what's up with that. I'm gonna go out here and get in my new Mercedes and go home for lunch, guys. I'll be back in a little while.
2: I have a question. Yes. If you go into a seven eleven mm-hmm. type place and there's a sign on the microwave that says "Do not heat urine in yeah. microwave." Are you going to use that microwave? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know? Absolutely you see what not. I'm saying? Absolutely not. Just the the simple fact that that sign is there is going to turn yeah. me off to it. it yes. It's exactly. like if I went into a restaurant and it said at the bottom of the of the menu. You know, one hundred percent guarantee. Our food contains no poop. <laughs> yeah, My right. first thought is going to be, well, why do they need to put right. that there? We you have know? a no poop, we have a no poop guarantee on all dishes.
0: <laughs> You'd be like, what? Yeah, like, I I'd know. be like. I'd be like, check, please. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to finish our drinks, and then we're, we're going to get on out of here, guys. Yeah. Something came up. Yeah, you're right. I would not be heating up a hot dog in that microwave. No. Which I don't think I've ever used a gas station microwave in my life.
2: I was. That's another thing I yeah. thought about when I was reading this article. Now, typically, if I'm in a in a convenience store, I'm going to get a drink occasionally, yeah. maybe a bag of chips or a right. you know, fudge round or something.
0: Yeah, oh fudge round top. I love fudge rounds. Yeah,
2: I'm not too good. I have eaten the occasional hot dog. I have too. But... The hot dog is, is hot. It's yeah, on the right. little on thing. Spinner. Right. Yeah. A little taquito. So I, I really don't know what you use the, the yeah. microwave for. You ever gotten a taquito? I in have. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I never mean, needed to heat one up. Never. Never. There's yeah. I mean, They're hot. I, I know. There's they, a little neon sign there that says they're yes. hot.
0: <laughs> I know they sell like hamburgers that are in the fridge. I yes. guess that's what you would Yeah, do that, that makes with, sense. those never appeal to me. They know? taste like cardboard. They're yeah, terrible. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, if anyone listening to this is ever in Selma, Alabama, mm-hmm. the best place to eat in that town is a gas station. It's called Vassar's <laughs> Mini Mart, and it is amazing. Some of the best food I've ever had. Is Just, it worth the drive? I, I mean, I would think... I, I when I, I get excited when I have to go to Selma because I'm like, I'm eating at Vassar's <laughs> because it's great. I mean, it's great. They have like a whole... It's like a deli that used to be yeah, in a grocery yeah. store or whatever. You know, I mean, you, you know how awesome. gas station yeah, yeah. works, but it's really good. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a gas station in Walker County that serves uh, sushi, if you didn't know. For real? Yeah. All man, right. You get some gas station sushi. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, there's
2: this one place here called uh, Poke Rito. Have you ever eaten there?
0: No, but I've seen it. In fact, Hudson and I discussed it the other night. Yeah. I have
2: wanted to go there since they opened yeah. it. It's, yeah. uh, it's sushi burritos. Okay. Which sounds crazy. Yeah. But- I don't know. I've always wanted to try it. I'm kind of adventurous. I tend to try new stuff. My wife has always, you know, put the kibosh on any time I've tried to go there.
0: We We talked about it on the way to Scouts. I was telling you it was in that spot where there had been like four other restaurants before. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. sushi. Four sushi. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But yes. uh, Yeah. That's, that makes me skeptical because there's been a lot of, not that it's bad, right. but usually if a restaurant opens up in a place where four or five other restaurants have went out of business, it just doesn't bode well for that mm-hmm.
2: restaurant. So Because they have some kind of infestation. Or, they have or it's with. just
0: like a bad location. You know, yeah. location matters. It's true. And if anybody knows anything about a restaurant failing, it would be me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that that's it. Yeah. And the, the faux place that's over here in front of our house, you mm-hmm. know, like there's been like 10 restaurants in that spot. Oh, what is it now? Like it. It's uh, a faux.
2: 16 chopsticks or something? Yeah, yeah it's faux. Oh, oh, faux? Yeah, faux. I didn't know that. Yeah. Faux. I'm not. I up. thought it was sixteen chopsticks.
0: Yeah, but it's like a faux but, and sushi restaurant. Okay, I got you. And I'm not up on faux, You know, I don't.
2: Okay, hold on a second. Are I know you, it's are a you, number <laughs> that comes after three. Are you? T- <laughs> are you telling me faux is a type of food or faux is the name of the restaurant? No, faux is the type of food that ch- sixteen chopsticks. Okay, serves. I have never heard yes. of faux.
0: with sixteen chopsticks and pokerito both owe us advertising money now. <laughs> so if you guys want to go ahead and send that check over, yeah, how that'd be great. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, it it doesn't look like it's going to fare well, Wait, right? Yeah, them, yeah. Did we
2: diss them? I've never eaten there.
0: Yeah, I've never eaten there either. Right. I'm not. I mean, I like like Chinese buffet, and that's that's about it. <laughs> I love. I,
2: I'm not Chinese even big. Food.
0: I'm not even big on sushi. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just like oh, not like enough it. bang
2: for my buck. Well, know? now that's true. That's, yeah, I agree with you. There. Right. I feel <laughs> if like you if can, you rolled up rice and yeah. just let me dip it in wasabi and soy sauce, right. I would probably enjoy that just as much.
0: Well, I do consider Swiss cake rolls to be a type of sushi, you know, if you've ever had right. a Swiss cake
2: roll. Absolutely.
0: So, Have I ever? Yeah. Get I, we out. Call, Have I ever
2: had a Swiss cake roll? What do we Who do you think you're talking to? Do you know <laughs> what we call them,
0: Hudson? Monkey turds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those Swiss cake rolls we eat at the house. They're delicious. We just finished up a box. Cosmic brownies? No, no not cosmic No, that's brownies. totally different. Get out of here with that trash. <laughs> fudge rounds? <Brownies? laughs> I don't even like cosmic brownies. What? I'll eat them, but I don't enjoy <laughs> them. Not cosmic, fudge rounds. Cosmic brownies. They're this long. They have two in a pack. They're chocolate, and they have cream inside oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Monkey turds. Monkey butt. Monkey butt. Okay. <laughs> All right, anyways, we've got... Well, bringing Hudson to the podcast has gotten us all out of our <laughs> black. So I hope other people enjoy it as much as I am.
2: Okay, so I believe it's your turn. All right, we are going to, the next story we're going to talk about, hundreds of people have died taking selfies, study says. Mm-hmm. A study on <laughs> deaths resulting from selfies is recommending that we set up, get this, selfie free zones.
0: Okay, all right. I I actually can get on board with this. (laughs) I'm more on board with this than the no spanking zones.
2: I I would like to say this. Can we get the selfie-free zones to overlap with the... the, No spanking zones? Or how about if we have zones for spanking, they also need to be selfie-free zones. No cameras. (laughs) Yes, right. Okay. (laughs) All right. A new study has found more than 250 people have died in pursuit of a perfect selfie. And... My first thought when I saw 250 people was, was that 250 people in a year or since we've had, you know, camera phones or what the deal is? Because it doesn't right. sound like, worldwide, it doesn't sound like a lot. The study published by the Journal of Family Medicine and Primary Care, and it was republished by the, at the National Library of Medicine in the States, looks into how many of us are social media-obsessed Plebs are dying for the gram. I'm mm-hmm. assuming that's uh, yeah, <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: that's what all
2: cool kids call it. Led by Dr. Agam Bansal at the India Institute of Medical Sciences, the study analyzed news articles from October 2011 to November 2017 and found there have been 259 reported deaths hmm. dubbed self <laughs> in one part of the article resulting from that never-ending thirst for instagram likes some of the deaths have been relatively high profile in canada while we don't know if it was for a selfie three social media influencers were killed this year after falling into a river and being swept over a waterfall we might have actually talked about that on the show i do i do i remember the story i remember i read it even if we didn't talk about it on here which
0: i mean not to get off ticket the subject because you need to finish your article but Mm -hmm. i'd If anyone is a social media influencer, I mean, I think that's like the lamest, you know, Yeah. but I'm sure you can make a lot of money doing it because it's just people who are really popular on Instagram Mm -hmm. or whatever and folks pay them to,
2: to promote their products. In May of this year, a man in India was mauled to death by a bear while trying to get a selfie. Wow. There oh, I have,
0: remember that, too. Yeah. yeah,
2: there have been several stories of people falling just after they've taken the selfies, leaving only ghostly photos of them seconds before their demise, mm. which I remember watching a YouTube video, like, you know, top 20 yes. uh, pictures right before someone's oh, death. Oh, wow. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, right before disaster. Sometimes uh, my YouTube feed can get a little dark. Get a little weird. At times. I got you. Anyway, the study makes it clear that this isn't a small problem, and there are almost certainly more people out there who died taking selfies than the 259 they reported on. So, sure. you know, it's. I guess if you die taking a selfie, you know, your family probably don't want to, you know, put that out. Yeah, right. You, yeah. Know? you don't want
0: to be like, hey, Uncle Jim's an idiot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Uh, This is just the tip of the iceberg, reads, many parts of the study. Many cases are not reported, which makes sense. Sure. Uh, In regards to those 259, the researchers broke down the geography of the deaths and found that the highest number of incidents and selfie deaths were in India, followed by Russia, the United States, and Pakistan. The average age of those getting killed was unsurprisingly pretty young at 22.94 years. So that's pretty specific. almost 23. Almost 23. Almost. How is Russia... Selfie deaths, well, I think one thing is Russia is just a huge yeah. area, so yeah. there's just more people there to, to die. And they do you a lot know. of drinking. They do. Yeah, a whole lot of drinking. <laughs> yes. Not us, though.
1: Not, <laughs> not
2: us loyal. Man. Or maybe the
0: city didn't have America, really. Well, it, no, it said, that, uh,
2: it said that the highest was Russia, and it was followed by no, the, the, I'm sorry. The highest was India, and then it was followed by Russia, okay. the United States, Pakistan. So we're at top three. Oh, I should probably. We made number more. three on the list. So I got involved <laughs> with the game. <laughs> it says that the top three causes of deaths were drowning, being hit by a vehicle, or falling. So I'm, I'm assuming being hit by the vehicle was the whole. Uh, yeah. Kiki, in my yeah Kiki challenge, was or it in my love, in my feelings yeah, in challenge, my feelings. yeah. 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 In terms of vehicle-related deaths, the biggest killer has been people trying to get that perfect shot in front of a moving train, so it wasn't the In My Feelings. Oh, that's tough. That's crazy. It's like in My
1: Feelings 3.0.
2: <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the United States leads when it comes to firearm-related selfie deaths. And again, I would assume that that's just we have a lot of guns yeah. here. You yeah, know.
0: and we got a lot of dumb people.
2: So you ask, how can we solve this situation? How can we keep our young from walking into the mouth of a volcano or whatever? <laughs> I say you can't. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't know that we should. <laughs> you know, yeah. let let natu- nat- uh, natural selection That's right. take its course. Yeah. But it says here: well, the study puts forth the idea of no selfie zones in dangerous areas for those mortally challenged millennials out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> selfies are themselves not harmful, but the human behavior that accompanies selfies is dangerous. Individuals need to be educated regarding certain risky behaviors. In risky places where selfies should not be taken. I feel like that should be pretty self explanatory. Right. Yes. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah. People should know that a bear can eat you. Right. Maybe I shouldn't go try to poke this bear. Right. You yes, know?
0: Right. Well, with I mean, my
2: selfie stick.
0: Yeah. If you don't know, I mean, like, people think bears are, you know, cuddly and cool. And I guess it's they because, you know, yeah, or like pandas. People think pandas are really like super cute and awesome, but they're. Really, they're really bears, and they will eat your face off. You know, yeah, yeah. That's what bears do.
1: Elephants kill ten thousand people per year. That's why I'm afraid of elephants.
0: Okay, all right. Well, hippos
2: kill more people than any. Hippos
0: are the they're the (laughs) biggest killer. Well, look, we don't have any elephants in Alabama. Well, we don't have any hippos either. Yeah, we don't have any hippos either. Got some big women in Walmart, though. Got to be careful around them. Yeah, so anyways.
2: So anyway, this study is recommending we have no selfie zones. I think people need to just be able to live their lives. And freedom... Is a okay. scary thing, true? When you get true. right down to yes. it, right? But I think oppression is far scarier yeah. than freedom. That's just yeah. my my opinion, right?
0: Well, and I feel like everyone, and, and that's the thing, you know. As somebody who's an avid social media user, mm-hmm. it it can get addicting to getting that little. Red little dot that says somebody liked your picture or somebody mm-hmm. like you know commented on whatever you know that can get like super addicting if you're not careful right. with it and I'll say I've fallen just into just like that Pavlov
2: dogs yeah it you really know? is yeah
0: you like get a little hit of dopamine every time <laughs> yeah. one's there and uh, and I've fallen into that before myself mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I've had to like pair back over the years and be like, hey, you know, not maybe every- I shouldn't
2: be standing on top of this truck, sir, like <laughs> well, vehicle surfing. <laughs> it really wasn't. I don't,
0: I'm not a big selfie guy. Right. I do, if you find my Instagram, have a uh, mirror, mirror selfie uh, series that I've continually do over time. <laughs> I haven't put one up in a while, but they're all like, uh, they're all like really goofy looking. Yeah, so yeah. It's just not me looking in a mirror and taking my picture. Because I don't really care what I look like. <laughs> doing duck lips. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, It's like, because, you know, in the furniture business, you get a lot of weird mirrors. And so, they'll, like, make your face look like they're all halfway. Oh, that's you know, cool. Like, and so, I'll take pictures like that. They're more I was, abstract.
2: <laughs> I was thinking of the ones that you see where the girl's standing in front of the mirror and holding up her phone. Yes, with. right, yeah. No, that's going no. on her Tinder profile. Right, yes. Not really like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, my Tinder profile has way better <laughs> pictures. Yeah. <laughs> 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 i'm kidding hudson don't tell mom that all right, <laughs> she's right. She doesn't. <laughs> mom don't care don't she don't listen to this she doesn't listen to this anyways all right but yes yeah, so it's very addictive and i feel like that people fall into that trap so they're like man i need to get the best selfie i can get because more people are gonna like it like here i am right in front of this bear or here mm-hmm. i am you know standing in front of this moving train that's yeah, and then, you know, they end up dying. But then, is that such a bad thing? <laughs> like, do we need to weed those people out and, or let them weed themselves out anyways, you know? I don't know. But really, I'm being facetious. We don't want anybody to die. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah, we don't want anyone to die, but we shouldn't have to put up no selfie zones. Exactly. Because it's it's dumb. Yeah. We just... It, I mean, yeah. we just shouldn't have to do it. it's. It's like having to put a sign on the microwave saying "Don't warm up your." Yeah, right. it's just one of those things you it's shouldn't have to do. It's just one of those things that yeah. I mean. I guess we. I guess that's what we've yeah. gotten to. You should, but know. you shouldn't have yeah. to do that. You should know dumb. to stay off the tracks
0: when a train's coming. Yes. You know, like that's pretty much common sense because it takes a train a mile to stop. You know, it's those <laughs> things, it's not
2: stopping for you. No, and it is
0: not. You are not. You won't even affect it at all. You know, like. <laughs> You may. I mean, you're a lot bigger than me. You know, you may dent the fender on it or whatever, but I would. But it
2: still ain't stopping. No, it
0: ain't stopping.
2: (laughs) No. It may just slow down a little
0: bit. All right. So moving on to our next story. Hold on a second. Real quick. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: We're going to give Hudson Long a free plug on Earth Oddity. Oh, for his social media. For his social media.
1: Follow me on Hudson underscore Long underscore unofficial. Repeat. Hudson underscore long underscore unofficial.
2: All right, that'll be 20 bucks. You can yeah. pay me back Damn in installments. That's yeah, advertising money. <laughs> Hudson's got it, man. That's how, that's how you make money in podcasts. That's right.
0: You Hudson has, I think, every dollar he's ever earned in his life. Say, this kid doesn't spend money. He's, he's, he's yeah. yeah, that's right. Thomas did talk to me about a bunch of, like, uh, yeah, stuff every so strong enough
2: No more hitting the table.
0: Yeah, no more hitting the (laughs) table. That was actually me, my fault. (laughs) All right, so now we're moving on to TulsaWorld.com. A man's DNA DNA test came back, and he's 4% black. So now he wants to qualify as a minority business owner. Um, He was white, by the way. (laughs) Um, But
2: he was 4% black.
0: Uh, When Ralph Taylor was born in Sacramento in 1963, his birth certificate indicated that he and his parents were Caucasian, but like many white Americans, he grew up hearing vague family lore about long-distant Native American ancestry. In 2010, Taylor took an ancestry-by-DNA test, he said, just to confirm what we had already known. The results said that he was 90% European and 6% Indigenous American, as well as 4% Sub-Saharan African. Hmm. Whether the test was accurate is an open question. Still, the results were enough for Taylor to update his birth certificate last November. He acknowledges that he looks white, but despite being visually Caucasian, as he puts it, he considers himself to be (laughs) multiracial. I mean, he's...
2: He's got a point. <laughs> He's not lying.
0: Here's, here's his quote. Uh, I'm a certified black man.
2: <laughs> I didn't know you could get certified for that kind of thing.
0: I'm certified in all 50 states, but the federal government doesn't recognize me. Um, after he was rejected for a pro, from a program for minority business owners that would have given him an advantage when competing for lucrative government contracts, Taylor sued. His case, which raises complicated questions about how race is defined, is pending before the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Ninth Circuit. Um, so that's the end of the article. Wow. He's, he's, and, you know, the Ninth Circuit, that makes some pretty wild rulings. I was
2: just fixing to say, I he's, mean... He's in the right place. I'm glad... This, def, this needs to be nailed down. You yeah. know what? This is something that needs to go before the court. We need to get this figured out. Sure,
0: right. Yes. Because... But I don't know if 4% is enough to qualify. I mean, okay, I was well, let me a judge. A, well,
2: let me ask you. Is Does 5%? No. Hmm. 6%? No. 7%? Higher. Higher. <laughs> 10%?
0: Higher. 15%? Higher. 20%. 20%. I must have to say you have to be 51%.
2: So if someone's 50%, you're going to be like, sorry, nope, yep. sorry. Yep. <laughs> you're going to draw a hard line on that. You've got to draw a line somewhere, right? And now, <laughs> And now this kid is... You know, th- this guy he he can't feed his kids because he's not eligible for these uh, tax breaks or whatever. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, he he can't be denied government assistance. Based John's like, off play a me race. a sad
2: song on your world's smallest violin. <laughs> no, he, go home and enjoy your ramen. You should have had a, a black grandma or something. We know that
0: there are more white people on uh, federal welfare programs, yes. than there are black people. All right, just. Strictly number basis, right? So he could still be able to feed his family. He could get food stamps or SNAP or whatever. But he's never going to get to
2: have a business. He can't qualify for a minority
0: business loan.
2: You're the man. You're keeping him down, John.
0: Well, I'm not the man. I'm just the guy that was asked to draw the line. And that's where I would put it. If you want to be considered black, then you have to be 1% over half black. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, however that works out, that's however it works out. (laughs) And I won't get into how weird it is that people send in their saliva to the internet. That seems like the weirdest thing in the world to do to me. Yeah. But I guess if people want to know, they want to know. You know, I, a few months back, started tracing our family tree mm-hmm. and everything. But never once was like, you know what? I want to send them salava uh, saliva good and good to, the to some stranger on the internet and let them tell me what I am.
2: Well, you know, there was a story earlier this year, and we didn't talk about it on the show because it was, even though it was odd, it was also kind of dark. Yeah. But the, the Golden State Killer... AKA the East Area Rapist, yes. AKA the original Night Stalker. They mm-hmm. recently caught him.
0: Oh, yes. And right. they
2: caught him because his granddaughter. Send in a DNA oh, ancestry wow. test kit, yeah. and then they linked it to his crimes back in the 70s. That's So what now they you called know him.
0: why I'm not sending mine in. Because <laughs> you
2: don't, don't want to rat out any of the bad people I mean, in your I was, family.
0: I got a lot of outlaws <laughs> <laughs> in my family. I don't want to out them. Yeah. You know, blood's thicker than saliva. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, you know, I don't know. I think this dude is really trying to game the system. Yeah. That's why I would say, I, I you know, I don't think he's...
2: He probably is. I yeah, agree with you. Right. But, uh, man, I don't even know if I want to say this. This is going to be <laughs> highly unpopular. But it's just a question. Yeah. Does he have more right to qualify for these programs and be considered a minority business owner than... A man using a woman's restroom. Yeah, I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Because he does have DNA. That's true. You know? That's true. And I don't I don't want to, you know, for one thing, when this whole issue was, you know, big, you know, was yeah. it the last year or year before? Yeah, I think it was like a couple years my ago. My first thought was, I've never been in a public restroom where there was somebody there checking and enforcing right. that sign anyway. Right, yes. So I don't know why it was such a big deal. Right. But anyone who wants to assault somebody, you know, there's not. We don't have police officers monitoring public restrooms mm-hmm. anyway, right? But uh, but I don't know. It's just a thought, you know. Yeah. He does, he does have four percent, you know, DNA. That's true. Yes, yeah.
0: I mean he does. I mean there is a whole chromosome thing we got to get over on the <laughs> yeah. other side of that argument that yeah. you bring up. So, I right, what know. if
2: this man just wants to identify? You know, yeah, as, a, as a minority know. business owner, are we going to take
0: that away from him? I don't. I mean, how does all that work? I don't
2: know. I'm again, I'm glad it's going to court because yeah, we need to figure it out. Let's get it figured out. Somebody smarter than me, right? Which should be obvious to anyone out there in the listening <laughs> audience. A- we need someone smarter than me to figure this out,
0: <laughs> right? But I mean, he. I, I mean, I don't know, and I don't know how reliable those like MyAncestryDNATest dot com backslash you know whatever yeah you know I don't know how accurate those things are yeah twenty three and me I read an article once that said that uh, one of them was actually putting like one percent. Uh, you know, sub-Saharan DNA Mm -hmm. saying you were 1% sub-Saharan DNA, whether it was there or not, just to kind of, you know, because that's where the cradle of (laughs) civilization is from anyways. Oh, so
2: because that's what we believe scientifically, that we got to put you there some way or another? something like that. It was something like that.
0: You know, I guess just a mess of redneck's heads or something. (laughs) I don't know.
2: (laughs) Just to give your preacher something to rail about on some of I guess (laughs) so. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, that's kind of wild. Anyways. Oh, man. I don't think he's gonna win his case. That's the Probably not. Same. Right, but and he better be glad I'm not the judge because <laughs> he would have no shot. How do you know you're not the jury? I'm not the jury because it's it's a uh, never mind, never mind. It's a
2: good thing I'm not the judge because you know what? I would probably just let everybody have everything. True. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be a girl? Done. Yeah. You want to be a minority? Business owner done. Everybody's you, you want to you want to marry a sheep done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, true. Uh, Santa Claus, justice, Santa I mean, Claus. I mean, That's what? that would be me. <laughs> I would probably
0: fall into that too because I'm a big time freedom guy. I'm a huge <laughs> freedom guy. I, I, there are a lot of things in this world that I disagree with, yeah. on a personal and a moral level and all other things, but I feel like you know live and let live well when we started this country it was kind of like hey we want to do our own thing and everybody should be able to do their own thing right without you know fear of repercussion or anything like that and you know, I don't know because our
2: home country can't figure out if it's okay to be a Protestant or not. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. So over here in this country, you can worship however you want yeah, to worship, we'll do worship whatever, or not however, worship, or not. however you want yes, to do it.
0: Exactly.
2: If you want to put a colander on your head and pray to the Great Spaghetti Monster, <laughs> yeah, have at have it. at it. Right. <laughs> yes.
0: And so I, I think in a little way. uh We tend to, on both sides of the aisle, want to impose what we think is right on other people. Mm -hmm. And I don't really like that, you know, on either side. You know, I don't, I don't, because people
2: are not, uh, People are not perfect. People are
0: flawed. Right, yes. And also, hey, freedom. Like yeah. if you want to marry your shotgun or whatever, let's just <laughs> let's hit it all together, you know? It's <laughs> too just,
2: late yeah. already yeah. done it. Right. <laughs> it was a shotgun wedding. That's exactly- <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: Then do it, you know, to me, do it, you know, and, and that's fine with me. Uh, I don't have to agree with it and I don't have to necessarily think it's right. Yeah. I don't ever have to think that you're going to go to heaven now that you've married your <laughs> shotgun. Not that I think that's an issue or anything like <laughs> that, uh, but I don't think them fighting need,
2: words. You take that back about Mossy. <laughs> <laughs> no, <my> Mossy
1: <whole>
0: <laughs> line is uh, I married a an Italian shotgun named Benelli. <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think you have to. I, I I just think we do a whole lot of uh, you can't do this because I think it's wrong. Right, but we're supposed to be like the nation of freedom. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. overall well said. Let me yeah, summarize this all up here. Yeah we done got off to marrying shotguns, but that's fine. If what I'm anybody about.
2: would like to send a gift my way, <laughs> yes. you know,
0: Look, a wedding gift, a wedding gift, yeah. yes, I oh, will take a shotgun. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be- preferably an over and under uh, <laughs> that we can hunt birds
2: with. So be nice. Oh man, we got to move. Yeah, we and do. A rifle and one grand. We'll take a snuggle. All right. Swiss crematorium uses people's ashes to make gold, silver, and platinum nuggets and sells them to recycling firms for profit. Okay. Here right. we go. This comes from the Daily Mail. It says, the largest crematorium in Switzerland has started selling precious metal nuggets that have been extracted from cremated bodies. Nordheim crematorium has installed technology that filters gold, silver, and platinum from the ashes of, you know, people, mm-hmm. <laughs> clients. Yeah. <laughs> 6,000 people are cremated at this facility every year, and a third of these are said to be opting for the innovative use of their ashes. Cremation fires reach temperatures up to 700 degrees Kelvin, or 1,292 yeah, degrees Fahrenheit, really hot. yeah. and the heavy metals are the only materials to survive the immense heat. The crematorium has now installed special filtration units that extracts the gold, silver, and platinum from the ashes. These valuable remnants of a human body are then sold to recycling firms for profit. Profits of this endeavor are currently being diverted to state coffers, Uh uh-oh, and are expected to earn the city of Zurich 100,000 Swiss francs every year. Okay. So what do you think about that? I mean... I I don't know about
0: how to go into the government or whatever. That's what I'm against.
2: That's what bugs me. But I'm kind of surprised
0: this hasn't been going on for a while.
2: Yeah. You know? That's true. That's like, true.
0: It seems like that would be one of the first things you do. You <laughs> I mean know? we
2: filter coffee. Yeah, exactly. We're like you know, we, <laughs> we know, filter oil and fryers. First of Why all. Why do we not filter people?
0: I, I, they may do this, but I would think before you're gonna burn somebody up, you're like, see if he's got any gold caps on his teeth <laughs> or something and go ahead and get them out of there, you know? Yeah. Or, or whatever. If but,
2: I ran a funeral parlor, I absolutely I would do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Gold's like seventeen hundred dollars an ounce. Of yeah. course it would. But yeah. So but uh I, you know I, I feel like uh it's probably good business sense to do that it
2: says here that some people have claimed that the families of the deceased should receive the financial benefit from the valuable metals possibly but, but for now they're set to go to the state so yeah. i'm i I, I think that the families should right. absolutely get any financial benefit from this person yeah. right. you know I, I'm all for paying you know less taxes that's yes, just true that's just how I feel that's yeah. the libertarian in me
0: yes. Yeah, no problem with not paying taxes.
2: Says that the program is not compulsory and people can opt out of it at any time. But mm-hmm. uh, a third of the people who were cremated in September decided to go ahead with the program. Hmm. Uh, well, they should at least give them a tax break. Yeah, that's what I would think too. You get a <laughs> yeah. credit or
0: something, you know. But I wonder how much they get. I don't know if you read it or not. Well, hold on, here it comes. Okay,
2: it has made forty thousand Swiss francs a year by recycling the precious metals, according to a report in the Swiss daily. Lick, hmm. Which that is uh thirty one thousand euros. But um, well, I don't know. It's, it's nothing to sneeze is. at. No, you know, yeah, it's, right. It's, it's money. I just wonder what the
0: average cost per body is. You know, like if I'm worth a hundred dollars in metals or whatever.
2: Probably not. But yeah. here's the thing: once you, you know, once you, you know, cremate, you know, several hundred thousand people. Sure, you know, right. That that you know that comes up. It, S- it adds up.
0: That's what I'd say. I don't know if the cost is is mm-hmm. so negligible per body that it's not worth giving. You know anything to the person? You
2: well, know? you know what I think we should do. What's that? I think this is a perfect business venture for us, mm-hmm. where we set up like a Coinstar esque kiosk where people can bring their relative's ashes <laughs> and just filter for themselves. You know, yes, that's and we, a great idea. And we take a tiny portion. There you go. That, you know that we yeah, spend two like percent or whatever. Yeah, then yeah, that goes back to to you know fund us for powering the machines and, mm-hmm. and setting them up. And yeah. You know, research and development. And that way people get to keep, you know, the valuable, the value of their long lost loved ones for themselves instead of it go to, again, (laughs) studying the effects of smoking on
0: dogs. (laughs) If you've had uh, your grandfather (laughs) sitting up on the mantle for 40 years and, You don't know what to do with it. Bring him on down to
2: to to the the Death
0: Star. I don't know what we call it. (laughs) Take
2: him to the mall for the first time in 40 years (laughs) and give him a trip through our special filtration machine. (laughs) That's
0: not a bad idea. I kind of am getting on board with that.
2: Yes.
0: So let's move on here to my last story. It's basically an Indiana Jones story. This comes from TheGuardian.com, and it's out of our favorite state, the Florida of the West. We like to call it Oregon. Uh, FBI agent dodges killer hot tub, but is shot by booby-trapped wheelchair. Oh, no. Um, A man has been charged with assault on a federal officer after an FBI agent sent to a property in Oregon was shot from a booby-trapped wheelchair. Now, it's unclear if they were questioning... uh, kavanaugh assault victim in this (laughs) the article doesn't state that Uh, law enforcement officers responded to the home in a small town of in the small town of williams in september at the request of a real estate lawyer tasked with selling the property a criminal complaint filed in the u.s district court in medford said officers found traps throughout the property including spike strips and a circular hot tub turned on its side and rigged to roll over anyone who tripped a tripwire.
2: Dang. Uh,
0: it was much like a scene from the movie Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark, in which actor Harrison Ford is forced to outrun a giant stone boulder. Um, after making it past the hot tub, a bomb squad and an FBI agent approached the house and blasted open the fortified front door. Inside the home, a wheelchair fitted with a fishing line, shotgun ammunition, and other items triggered the explosion that uh, wounded the agent, according to court documents. An x ray found a 410 gauge shotgun pellet in the agent's leg, documents said. Okay, well, it's just a 410. Okay. I mean, that's not too big of a deal.
2: That's still terrible, though. that He got shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. We, last time, I, last time I checked, booby traps are highly illegal. Yeah, yes. Way <laughs> highly illegal. illegal. Way illegal. Yeah. Because they they injure and kill and maim indiscriminately. Yes. <laughs> they got. They got. Uh, Authorities
0: said the makeshift weapons were created by 66-year-old Gregory Rodvelt, who was forced to forfeit his property as part of an elder abuse case involving his mother uh rodvelt is in arizona's maricopa county jail not a good jail to be in i don't know if you've heard about (laughs) that oh that's where like that uh what's that name of that dude he got real famous uh sheriff joe was from arizona and he would like make his inmates stay in tents out in the desert sun right because he was like our soldiers stay in these same tents y'all can too or whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) so anyways He's in the Maricopa County Jail, where he is in the midst of an assault trial on a separate case related to an alleged armed standoff. Uh, He has refused a court-appointed defense lawyer, the Mail Tribune reported. Sounds like a really smart guy. Hmm. Uh, Rodvelt has been in jail since April 2017, but was released in mid-August for two weeks so he could prepare the property for sale. Uh, In the weeks? That seems weird to me. They just let you out because you need to sell your house or whatever? I
2: don't know. I don't
0: know. In the week since the agent was injured, a team of private contractors consisting of former military experts has inspected the property, the real estate attorney said. So, this dude apparently got some issues and didn't want to sell his property, Man. I guess, but you can't be. You uh, can't
2: booby trap your yeah, house right. or your car or, I guess, anything. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can't booby can't trap
0: stuff. No. No. I mean, that's not kosher. No. To say the least. You know what's going
1: to be ironic? in that uh, the same wheelchair
2: they like, shot him when he's, when he's <laughs> strolling around i think it'll be a different one
0: yeah but right. uh, yeah i see where you're going i see where you're going with that but yes <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean that's kind of wild uh i guess this guy probably has some uh experience you know, it's like
2: me personally now i am not a uh, a military general or a military strategist right. or anything like that but I've always felt landmines were a horrible, yeah. horrible tool of war. Yes, again because it it maims indiscriminately. Yes. You know, those those have been years, outlawed,
0: right? I mean, in war, you can't even use landmines. Well, you're not supposed anymore, to, but right, I mean, there's yeah. there's
2: mines all over. Yeah, I know like, Afghanistan. Oh, there's mines
0: know. all over Vietnam still. Yeah, you know, and
2: and years later, you know, kids right. out, you know, trying to hunt an animal for their family so right. they don't starve because they don't have a grocery store like we do here. Right. You know, they step on a landmine and oopsie. they lose their leg and then their family starves to death. Says Hudson says, oopsie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oopsie, I've blown off my lower body. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yeah, they're not Definitely not cool, and this guy's probably going to get in a ton of trouble, as he should. Yes, I especially since that. it was an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely he's not probably going to get it worse than if yeah. it had been me or you. Yeah, right. They're not. <laughs> yeah, if we were just there to do like the home inspection and that happened to us, he would get in trouble. But it ain't. But like But he's over... going to get real. Ain't going to take it too trouble. easy on him <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, <laughs> at all. So feel sorry for this dude. Not really because he's trying to blow people up, but. Yeah. Yeah, he's about to get in some real trouble.
2: Okay, last story of the night. Man overdoses on an erectile dysfunction drug, and now he permanently sees red.
0: Okay. Earmuffs, Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Earmuffs. Uh, I'll
2: leave. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: Um, my Instagram, once again, Hudson underscore long underscore unofficial. Yeah.
2: That's another twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay twice. <it> <laughs> So uh, yes, the we man. should have done this. We should have done this story first. Yeah, that's right. It would have made it a lot easier. <laughs> okay. Uh, the strange case is the subject of a of research claiming to link an erectile dysfunction drug to vision damage. Okay. So I suppose it's, I suppose the old wives' tr- uh, tale is true. <laughs> Make you go blind. <laughs> a healthy 31 year old man checked into a New York clinic with an unusual complaint. After taking large amounts of a drug for impotence, which he purchased on the internet, everything he saw was red A Mm -hmm. symptom that no treatment could remedy even after a year. So this man's been treated for this for a year and they still can't figure out what's going on. Hmm. (laughs) And... And after a year he's still erect too. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I mean, is what I was gonna be our question? Is it still working? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh doctors diagnosed him with retinal toxicity and eye disorder that affects how a person sees color. Specifically, the man had irreversible iris What thro- what is that word? Hmm. E R Y T H R O P S I A. Ithropsia?
0: Yeah, sounds right. We'll go with
2: that. Yeah. Which is characterized by red hued vision. Hmm. The man's symptoms appeared soon after he had taken Cinephil citrate, the active ingredient in popular impotence drugs, which he bought online and then he drank in liquid form directly from the bottle. Oh. so this guy was ready to get on it. Yeah, I was just thinking like
0: <laughs> you should probably measure that out. You know, I <laughs> Man, mean, he just he just drank some straight up. Yeah, because you're you thinking know? if you got a bottle, you know, I don't know, I, I don't know what the milligram dosage would be for any of that, but it's probably like 10, 15 milligrams, and you're just taking a swig out of the bottle. You're probably like (laughs) four times the amount you're supposed to take. Yeah. Yeah. He was ready for a good time. (laughs)
2: Uh, In a case study, researchers at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York used advanced imaging techniques to examine the man's eyes in detail. They revealed structural changes in his retinas demonstrating the degree to which the Cinephil citrate may have contributed to permanent eye damage. Uh, Their findings were published this month in Retinal Cases, which is a a journal. Okay. To actually see these types of structural changes was unexpected, but it explained the symptoms that the patient suffered from, Dr. Richard Rosen, the report's lead author and director of retinal services at Mount Sinai Hospital, said in a statement on Monday. While we know colored vision disturbance is a well-described side effect of the medication, we have never been able to visualize the structural effect of the drug on the retina until now. So this mm. guy took so much that they actually can, they can see say, this yeah. happening, I guess, as huh. they're you know looking at it. Well, he's just
0: helping us all out. <laughs> for science. Yeah, for science. That's why he did it. For science.
2: <laughs> uh, high definition and cross-sexual images of his eyes show damage to his outer retina and cone cells photoreceptor cells responsible for color vision mm. uh, the pharmaceutical company pfizer which sells viagra which is a popular pill for the the treatment and it also contains this uh sildenafil citrate as an active ingredient ingredient it was quick to distance itself from the sure. case which right. i saw that coming a mile yeah, away. of course Pfizer is aware of media reports incorrectly citing Viagra as the medicine linked to a case report issued by Mount Sinai Hospital, a Pfizer spokesperson told Motherboard in a statement. According to the hospital statement, the individual actually purchased liquid Cinefil online with no indication whether a prescription was provided and then ingested an unspecified dose. Mm. You know, his his dosage was a swig. Yeah, right. (laughs) They uh-huh. added, it's important to note that no regular body has approved liquid syninophil citrate to treat impotence. Right. So they're basically saying here, he purchased this liquid. Right. Nobody has even said that it's safe to take it in pure liquid form. Right. And we don't know how much he takes. take. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's, yeah, don't blame us. So you can, it's safe to take our pills yeah. because our pills have been through the, well, I mean something tells me even if it's not safe, people are still going to be taking them. I may have but. missed it, or maybe you hadn't got there. But um,
0: does it say where he ordered that from? I'm just—I mean, it's like a <laughs> quote, like, s- <laughs> like a website. It's like a website link or anything in that article you could forward over to me.
2: <laughs> no, just just for research, just for research. Yeah, just for want to just... see what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says that there was another. Uh, there was another case of long-term retinal toxicity that was reported, but this person, uh, his vision returned to normal within a year. Okay. So. Well, I mean. But so far, this guy, he uh, his vision hasn't come back yet.
0: Well, I don't know if I've said this on the store or on the podcast before, <laughs> but uh, I'm anti-erectile dysfunction drugs. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Big time. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay,
2: because you you can't deal with the visual image. (laughs) No, 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 no.
0: It's because, um, as a man, which we both are, from about age 13 until you know everything stops working there, you know, like it's supposed to. We basically have a one track mind, and it rules our entire life. Right it It makes us do crazy things it makes us do good things it makes us you know bathe daily whatever you know (laughs) all in an effort to satisfy that one part of uh, our brain, of our brain, yes. You know? And it is like you can't explain it to anyone who's not a guy, but it is all consuming. Yes, it, it never a, goes away. Ne- well, it does at some point in time <laughs> when you go to sleep. Well, yeah, but I mean, when, no, it don't when, <laughs> when, take that back. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> no, it does. The very interesting dreams. Uh, but at at some point in time, God goes, "Hey, you know what? You're out of the game." You know, you're, it doesn't work like it used to, and you're out of the game. And at that point in time, I feel like that is where you finally enjoy the freedom of just not being bound by this desire or whatever you want to put it, you know. and uh, And so that's when you see a lot of men that are like, I don't have to listen to my wife tell me what to do anymore. You know, I can do what I want. If I want to sit here and watch football all day, I'm going to sit here and watch football all day because that's what I'm going to do. And uh, and uh, if you uh, have to take or if you decide, hey, I'm going to take Viagra or whatever, you're just putting yourself back in that cycle, mm-hmm. you know, for I guess an indefinite amount of time. I don't know. I'm not – I hadn't reached that point in my life yet. <laughs> But I feel like you know at some point when I do, it'd just be like
2: a big relief off of my shoulder. I gotta be honest, John. I don't ever want to leave. Sweet, <laughs> sweet bondage. Uh, see, that's it.
0: You, you've you've become encumbered. It's become like you're like a uh, institutionalized. That's what it is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I feel like if you just if we could just feel the freedom of. Hey, I don't have to
2: worry about that. Who says that freedom's a good thing? Have you never seen Shawshank Redemption? What happened to Brooks when he got outside that prison? <laughs> very good he point. didn't have anything to live very for anymore, so he, he checked out early. Very good point, but I will say... <laughs> That
0: uh, I can't remember his name, but Tim Robbins, he was down on the beach with his boat, you it's know. True.
2: So I mean, I would like to go to the beach. Sometimes. So I guess what we're saying is, when we get there, you'll go to the beach. Yeah, I'll probably check you'll, out. Like, you'll hang boats. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. say this. If uh, if I ever got to that point and I couldn't get my pills that I need, I would probably see red all the time too, <laughs> for a different reason. But I just think it's another
0: way that they control us. So yes. you know, and they being our wives, so. They just keep you in the game. What's that old song? Velvet chains, right? Velvet chains. You're just uh, you're you have to mow the grass now because she says so. Because hopefully, maybe you'll have uh, you know, some alone time with her later on. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So now, if you if you check out of that cycle, you're like, well, I don't feel like mowing the grass today. I'm not going to mow the grass today. <laughs> and what are you going to do about it? You know. And there's nothing. You know, like okay, all right. So, I'm just saying, I'm anti. I just feel like we need to let nature take its course gotcha. and don't mess with it, all right? It ain't like a blood pressure problem.
2: Well, I guess it could possibly be <laughs> considered a blood pressure problem. It is literally a blood pressure
0: problem. But I'm saying, it's not like a like I got to take a cholesterol pill so I'll live Gotcha. Longer, or anything gotcha. like that, you know? Like, when God decides your time's up, then <laughs> just let it be your time. It's being up, you know? That's all I'm saying. You and know? I say...
2: So apparently my wife thinks she's God. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say from my perspective, uh, send me those links to this (laughs) non-pharmacy source site that we read about in the article here, because I may need to check them out later. Also,
0: you know, and I tried this once just because I was like goofing off. I had a doctor. He's since left town. (laughs) I don't go to the doctor that often. And he was like... uh, he was like, you know, did my normal checkup or whatever. And he was like, you got any other issues you need to talk about? And I was like, yeah, you know, what I need to do to get some of those, you know, pills or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, well, do you need them? And I You're was like, You're not taking
2: your own advice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I was just like curious, like what the process was. Yeah. And he was like, do you need them? And I was like, well, no, not really. He's like, well, then I can't give them to you. And I was like, well, like. What kind of tests do y'all do for that kind of stuff? And he's like, Well, really, we just kind of do some blood pressure work, some blood work, and all that. And I was like, Okay, all right. Well, I don't know if you had to,
2: you know, like give a sample or something.
0: You know, it's like
2: you know those commercials talk about free samples. How about you hook me up with some of those? <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Yeah. But no, I wouldn't do that. That would, you know, my wife would be she wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. It would it'd freak her out. Anyway, I couldn't. Can do that too. I'm not gonna repeat
2: it here, but there is a great Ron White bit about this very thing that I would recommend anyone go out there and look up. Ron White's super funny. I mean, he's a great comedian. (laughs) Super
0: great comedian. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Anyways, don't take a lot of Viagra. (laughs) Yes. That's my advice.
2: You know what this month is, John? What is this month? It's October. It is October. And there is nothing more scary than yeah. having people over that's right. and not having Cajun Curl Exactly. In your
0: food. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. The one thing that goes well with Viagra is Cajun Curl. And we all know that. <laughs> uh, we want to thank Cajun Curl for all they do for us. Uh, their world-famous Cur- Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice is available at com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter for Potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It's created on the Elm Bayou. In the Evang- spooky Elm oh, Bayou. Oh, yeah, spooky <laughs> Bayou uh, in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. So you know it's, uh, it's authentic and it's good and it goes well on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with beef, chicken, pork, potatoes, sushi, pumpkins, and anything else you can think of. It
2: goes good on your victims.
0: (laughs) Uh, The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use. It's easy to clean, and it'll allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. Uh, If you want to make your Halloween special, and kick it up a notch. Imagine giving out homemade potato chips to your trick-or-treaters. With Cajun Curl Spice on them. That were
2: sliced to ribbons on your... (laughs)
0: That's
2: right. (laughs) Your potato chip cutter.
0: Uh, On CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Linda Spice and the chip cutter, but you can also find recipes that are Uh, (laughs) spooktacular. You can locate your nearest retailer there, or you can order your own. Shout out to... uh, Johnny Irons, he, he got some way out in Oregon, so they'll ship it wherever you want. And he got
2: some spice before it was too late. <laughs>
0: and If if your local grocer doesn't carry World Famous Cajun Curl by you, but Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Here locally, it's available at Vowels on Skyland, South's Finest Meats, and Piggly Wiggly here in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, and uh, you can enjoy a uh, you can enjoy it. It's low salt. It's all natural and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by Ubuntu Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Uh, check them out at www.cajuncurl.com. Follow their Facebook page. Follow their Instagram. You'll see all kinds of cool stuff that they put up, including me and Tiny eating some of their uh, wares that was that Brandon prepared for us. That was amazing.
2: And also do it now before it's too late. <laughs>
1: you can buy Cajun Curl at www.cajuncurl.com.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Spooky.
0: <laughs> Spooktacular. <laughs> so, yes, we want to thank Cajun Curl for
2: all they do for us. They're <laughs> awesome. Uh this week on Community news we don't have a whole lot we do have a new review mm-hmm. but it's it, I can't find it on my phone Yeah, I know. but according to mypodcastreviews.com we do have a new one so it's just uh,
0: not available
2: for us to read for some reason y'all can't read it but yeah, we can so, Right, that's all there that is a review <laughs> so. it comes from jay commons uh, and it was posted on September 5th which is a while back so mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway Two Southern men give their thoughts on the good, the bad, and the stupid. Good, clean laughter with a little bit of Jesus. So, All right. I think that sums us up pretty well. Yeah, that's
0: pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's this guy
2: from? I think it's Jacob. I think it's Zach's dad. Oh, Zach. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yes, thank you for the review. We appreciate it. We are... uh, we we encourage everyone to leave us a review on mm-hmm. uh, your favorite podcast right. app. Uh you can review our Facebook page. You can review uh um you can you can't review our Instagram, but you can leave us comments <laughs> if yeah. you want to. Because uh, you know, we're putting content up there on the regular now. I mm-hmm. went through a little bad streak where I was very busy. But uh, last time I checked, we had like 100 followers on it. So. Heck, yeah. Yeah, it's All pretty right. good. We're yeah. growing. Once
1: again, follow me on We're Instagram. growing.
0: Yeah, but don't follow Hudson if you want to, but really follow <laughs> us. Follow okay. Yes. Hudson puts up a lot of weird stuff. We put up a lot of cool stuff. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll put up yeah. cool stuff, I promise
0: you. Okay. Yes.
2: All right, here we go.
0: Let's see here.
2: Do we have anything else we need to do? I think that's pretty much yeah. it. We don't have any I'll, let me check and see if we have any voicemails, but um Actually,
0: yeah, yeah, I don't think we had any 100% positive we don't. I have have to say. Do you know what the word is? Uh, yeah, we know what the word <laughs> is. Bird bird bird. Bird is the word.
1: Bird uh, no, no, bird.
0: Okay. That's enough. <laughs> this up. is your one and only appearance on the <laughs> podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope our <laughs> listeners have enjoyed it.
2: Now that
0: we've done this, Hudson Wolf. bird Fade on into <laughs> the sunset. So. Oh, we're 99 followers. So. Well, I'm
2: going, I'm going hey, one me. person, go follow us yes. so we can say it's 100. Yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, it, whether it's Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, Overcast, uh, Cast Podcast Box. Republic. T- uh, tune in. Tune in. I Heart. Spotify. That's right. Anywhere. We thank you so much for listening to us. If you want to follow us on Instagram, what's that Instagram handle? At underscore Earth Oddity. And it's the exact same handle on Twitter if you want to tweet at us. If you want to send us a good old-fashioned email, we are earthodity at planetmail.net. That's right. And if you want to give us a call and leave us a voicemail, you can do that. What's that phone number? It is 662-493-2059. What's that number again?
0: 662-493-2059. Operators are standing by.
2: Yeah. Call now. Tell us something odd. Yeah. And we hope y'all have a great week, and we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, love you guys. See ya. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off.
1: show's over, why your steel still with me?